So what's new, guys? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Jordan. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing ever, because my life is boring. Nothing. Your life's so average. Hey, how's your biology, Shush. though? I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish I liked biology. I know. Wouldn't that be nice if your brain just worked like, that I way? Like, I liked it when I was younger, but I think taking that class at the Turbo ruined it for me, yeah. maybe. I love You staying on top of it, though? I do. Yeah. Good. It's pretty easy because it's online work at your own pace. So. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And it's your only class, so you can focus mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a Thank plus. goodness. Yeah. Speaking of, are you going back to school? Yeah, Lexi, what are you doing? I still haven't decided. Yeah. <laughs> I know I like how okay, our but desks... this job was a pay cut, correct? You can't um, stay here actually, forever. No, actually, no. It was in the way that, like, I'm working eight less hours. Oh. So it's a mm. little bit of a pay cut that way. But, like, I'm going to keep doing my generals at Western starting next semester. So, like, summer semester. Okay. And then once I get through all my generals for the nursing program, I'm going to have to decide if I want to yep. transfer to UWL or if I want to try and transfer to Viterbo to do the nursing program there or what but i like i think i'll have a better idea of what i want to do by summer yeah well yeah that's true you know it's cheaper but yeah but there's also lots of grants and scholarships yeah the turbo Mm -hmm. well but the thing is like i have to decide so first of all i'm gonna have to decide if i can even get into westerns well not if i can even get in i can get in but like how long it will be before i'm in their program yeah there's no wait wait list jinx (laughs) (laughs) so if it's that maybe going to Viterbo will be better or yeah. if I'm going to just decide to go for PA because the other thing is like I don't want to work full-time mm-hmm. I want to be able to work part-time and if I'm a PA I will mm-hmm. make enough to where I can only work part-time there you go just do that then yeah well that's Get what to I the point, about but do what you need to be able to have the job that like is going to make you happiest I know that's and true. the thing is both I just want to work in the medical field and I want to be able to work either like using the biggest scope of my knowledge so icu or er things like that i don't want to work like just in primary care or anything it just doesn't interest Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and i could do either of those with nursing or pa so it's just like yeah and i'm like thinking about it i'm like well if i go for nursing i feel like it's going to take me forever before i get to the cr and anything if i decide i want to do that yeah so it's just like i don't know yeah oh speaking of jobs my mom (laughs) my mom was telling like she calls me and like Tells me like what job openings there are and all this stuff. Just because she's like, I think you should go work in the school while you're in school. I'm like, do you know how much time that takes up? Like, I appreciate yeah. her, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm like, do you know how much time that takes up? And plus, I'd take a major pay cut. And then, mm. but then she's like, well, you could always be a parole officer because that's what she did. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, I could never. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> that's new. Yeah, Miss hmm. Magoo. I want a getaway. That's what's new. Me oh, too. Same. I would like the Let's grandmas go. to just come and watch the kids so that I can just disappear for a while. You know what we should do? I know we were just talking about a girls' trip. We should take like <laughs> well, we should a take a girls' trip. <laughs> we should take a girls' trip in like a couple months, like to like just summer, like cheaper. It would be really cheap. We all stayed in the same hotel room. You yeah. Know? Same. All right, are you guys ready? Yes, guys. They don't even know what I'm talking about. Hey, where's so your excited. my life is average, lady? Ah, oh, shoot, I'm so excited. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot, ah, oh, shoot, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> That's gonna be on merch if we get popular. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot. We have a lot of things we want to. I know. On we merch. always say. That. Yeah, oh, the, what's another happening? one will be. I mean, hear me out. 
Today's My Life is Average is about Harry Potter again. Again? again. Oh my. Yes, Harry Girl. Potter. I'm addicted. Harry Potter. Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Okay. On Facebook, I saw a post saying, quote, a magical quill detects the birth of a magical child. When the child turns 11, they receive a letter from Hogwarts. I was instantly sad. The magical quill didn't detect me. Then I, <laughs> then I realized I was born in 1997 when Hogwarts was under Voldemort's control. Obviously, all Muggleborns born in 1997, January through April 1998, <laughs> were crossed off the list. My life is average. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so detailed. Like, oh wait, I obviously, was obviously, I never obviously, got a letter. Obviously, 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 obviously. 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 <laughs> that's why i didn't get my hogwarts letter you know that makes a lot of sense because you know my dad wasn't in my life so maybe he was a wizard yeah and my mom was a muggle but because of the voldemort control thing yep. i didn't get my letter so dang yeah makes sense that was it that's it mm. hey guys welcome to our life is average i'm lexi i'm beth and i'm jordan make sure that you guys like and subscribe and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts it really helps us a lot okay let's get into it all right what's your story Mr. Beth? are you guys ready yes sure skinwalkers ranch yes <laughs> Wait, yes what there's a show on hulu about this i know i know there's one on netflix Wait, i binged that show and Wait, the history channel what yeah what the Skinwalker Ranch. There's literally a so there's a special there's like a show. Can now. you send it to me? Because I'm gonna forget what's called. They, there's one on Disney. It's literally it's what? it's literally called it's Skinwalker Channel. Ranch. Yep. Skinwalker and it's like Ranch. from the one that I watched on Hulu is from the History Channel. I'm going yes. to watch it tonight. It's really good. I'm so excited. <laughs> I haven't watched it either. I started the one on Netflix today, but that was it. Okay. Today. <laughs> yeah. Just, just today. today. Just today. Yep. Okay. So. Technically, we're supposed to call it the Sherman Ranch. Yeah. Because skinwalkers is um, offensive to the... Skinwalkers? Um, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, my God. To the Ute tribe. Oh. Yeah. So, now I'm starting. Okay. I am covering the Sherman Ranch. Others might know it as Skinwalker Ranch. Um, as Because, as I just said, it is offensive to the Ute tribe. So... I'll be referring to it as Sherman Ranch. Okay. The Shermans were the first owners of the property that had the supernatural experiences. Okay? All right. So the Sherman Ranch is a 480-acre ranch in Utah. It okay. was, yeah, initially inhabited. Specific. I know. Well, it's a lot of acreage. That's huge. <laughs> that is huge. Um, it was initially inhabited by the Ute tribe. The term skinwalker comes from Navajo legend and translates to quote, it goes on all fours, end quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really creepy. All right. So skinwalkers are basically shapeshifters. The Ute and Navajo were against each other for a while. And the legend says that the Navajo set skinwalkers onto the Ute and they still walk that land today. Yeah. That's so the legend. Like, wait, what do you mean? Like supposedly skinwalkers are a real thing. And back when they were against each other, the Navajo and Ute the Navajo, like, sent them out to attack the Ute tribe or whatever. And they're supposedly still on the land. The, the so they're just not against that one tribe? They're only against the other tribe? There's... Yeah, so it's like they use them kind of like attack yeah. dogs. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All right. So in 1994, the Sherman family purchased the ranch and wanted a nice, quiet country home for their family. And I was born. However, that's not <laughs> what they got. 
That's the so same unfortunate. year Jordan was born. <laughs> What'd you say? So unfortunate. <laughs> 40 years ago. <laughs> what? I was like, excuse me? I am not 40. Okay. You should 30, know this. Almost 30 years ago, though. Yep. Shut up. There. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. The Sherman family consisted of Terry, Gwen, their teenage son, and 10-year-old daughter. And they just wanted a quiet country life, but got much more than that. Ooh. Yeah, they did. It wasn't long. <laughs> it wasn't long until they had their first odd experience in their new home. The family was outside on the ranch doing chores when an extremely large wolf shows up. It looked extremely calm and friendly, and they were cautiously just watching it walk around the ranch. The wolf then noticed a calf, walked over to it, and fit its entire head in its mouth and, Ooh. like, started biting down. Okay. Yeah. The calf, of course, freaks out, and then the dad, Terry, ran inside, got his gun, and he shot the wolf multiple times, and the wolf just looked at him. Didn't, okay. Did not phase the wolf at all. Didn't die, didn't appear wounded, nothing. I'm surprised that the wolf didn't come after him. Yeah, right? No, like, he just what? looked at him, and then eventually wandered off into the woods. So, Terry- Did he his... finish off the calf then, or what? You no, know, he just, like, left it and walked away. Yeah, like, the gun, like, like him oh. shooting was like, oh, I guess he don't want me here. Okay. I guess I'll leave. Yeah. Um, so then Terry and the son went after it into the woods because they were like, well, we got to kill this thing or else it's going to come back and kill our animals. Right. Mm -hmm. So they follow this huge wolf, um, into the woods. They're following the wolf tracks. Right. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, the tracks just completely disappeared. Like it vanished into thin air. Like they just stop. Yeah. No. Climb a tree. <laughs> I don't well, think wolves can no, do that. No, I know, but I'm just like <laughs> if it's Walker, maybe. well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, right? Mm. Okay, so Terry Sherman also witnessed crop circles on his property. Terry stumbled upon three eight-foot circular marks in a triangle formation, 25 feet apart, in the middle of an open field. A few months later, they found these perfect circles in their crops again, but this time there were 14 sets of them spanned across a 900-foot area of crops. Aliens. Yeah. Dang. Mm -hmm. So therefore, skinwalkers are aliens. <laughs> yes. That's pretty much what they're implying. <laughs> yes. Um, multiple times, the Shermans saw a large rectangle-shaped flying object. I know in my podcast, they referred to it as like a refrigerator shape. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hovering, That's weird. Yeah. Hovering and like flying over their ranch multiple times. They also saw these large blue round lights, and when they looked closer at them, it looked like it was some kind of portal that was opening, and that's where the flying object would come out of, and mm -hmm. then it would, like, close and go away. And, like, they, I, in my podcast, they, like, described it as, like, it opened, and as they, like, were looking closer at it, it looked like it was, like, like, it's dark at the ranch, right? Yeah. And then this blue thing opens up, and when they looked closer, it almost looked like daytime in this, in this circle thing. Like, That's it was terrifying. totally a different universe that was daytime. Isn't that creepy? Aliens. That, like, goes to, um, like, some people think that, like, there's alternate universes. Yeah, like, yes. true. Like, alternate realities. Mm -hmm. That, like, almost plays into that Matches theory. Yes. Up. Yeah. Yep. Um, Gwen had many encounters with flying, red flying orbs chasing her home as she's driving up into the driveway, which would terrify the crap red out of me. Red flying orbs? Orbs that were, like, chasing her car behind uh, her. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Nope. I'm out. <laughs> mm -hmm. The Shermans found many of their cattle completely mutilated. Mm -hmm. Primary organs were missing and they were drained of all their blood. Also mm -hmm. heard that their rectums had six inch holes, like totally taken out. Like, what the yeah, messed up. 
Um, and then there was never any sign of like tire tracks or footprints near the dead cattle. Like it was just like it happened, and then there was no trace of what like where they went or who did it. In the show that I was watching, they um so like the way it worked is like they all stayed. There was this group of researchers, and they stayed on the property for yep. like a certain amount of time. And one of the episodes went in about cat. They had a cattle that got mutilated, mm-hmm. and there were so thing to know about cattle is cattle are very herd and family creatures yep so they protect their own like if one dies usually the cattle surround that um other like cow mm-hmm. cattle um and tell like somebody comes or takes like, care of it and takes care of it because they're very family oriented mm-hmm. and they look out for each other when this cattle was mutilated all of the other cattle were so like were stayed far away stayed very far away from that cattle and wouldn't go near it and wouldn't go. To, and they also noticed that they didn't go near that area for a very long time after. And there were no footprints, yep. no nothing. But they found the same thing. So creepy. I, they didn't, I don't think they mentioned the thing about the rectum. But like it was like all the, <laughs> all the organs were yeah, gone. Yeah, the primary organs the are blood gone. Was no blood. Like, no yep. blood. So weird. Yep. Okay, so Gwen was begging Terry to move away from the ranch after all the encounters that they'd been having. Terry wanted to stay and waited out to see if things got better. Then one night, Terry was out on the porch enjoying the sunset when there was another flying orb. Terry's three dogs chased the orbs out into the woods. Terry watched Terry watched and heard all of the dogs all of a sudden go silent. He was too scared to go out and look for them, but his heart was broken as he laid down to sleep that night. Aww. He went out when the sun was up to look for them. A common spot that they had found mutilated cattle had a large burn mark on the ground and smelled of melting flesh. After that, Terry agreed it was time to leave. Oh yeah, God. no kidding. So they lost all three of their dogs. So sad. Oh, so yeah. Sad. Um, after only eighteen months of living on the ranch that they bought, that they thought was their forever home, they left the Sherman Ranch for the last time. Yikes! Eighteen months. Just imagine, like you buy a house. You're know, like, this is my forever home. Well, the Never other thing is, move. like, you're out all this money now because mm-hmm. you're gonna have to try, try to sell the house. Yeah, and, and it's capital gains because want... it's under two years. A whole. That's lot. why you keep it under wraps and you don't say any experiences. You're like, right? Yeah, yeah this exactly. is my like, home. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> it turns out that it's good that they did though. So yeah. Um, after talking to the media about their experiences, their story went on national news uh, and it caught the attention of billionaire Robert Bigelow. Hey guys, we hope you're enjoying the show so far. We just wanted to take a minute and let you know how you can help our podcast grow. We have a Patreon account for our podcast that you can go to and you sign up to be a monthly donor starting at just $5 a month and you get fun perks like no ads, early access to episodes, and quarterly gifts from us. So definitely go check that out. It's www.patreon.com slash ourlifeisaveragepod. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Oh, yep. Robert, Robert Bi- Bigelow. Robert Here Bigelow we go. was interested in, this, <laughs> in the supernatural in space, and he couldn't resist the chance to explore the ranch. Oh, so, sidebar. Yeah. Fun fact, my sister is maiden. Like, her dad's name is, last name is Bigelow. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so the Shermans sold their ranch at a loss to Robert Bigelow. That sucks. Yeah. And moved to a smaller ranch only 15 miles away. Like, mm, why? No, I'd probably go Mm-mm. very far away. Very, very. I would be like, this is our opportunity to completely move states. Yeah, we're, yep. just, we're jumping ship here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a year before Bigelow purchased the ranch, he had created the National Institute for Discovery Science mm-hmm. to fund research on UFOs and paranormal. Um, so 
Okay, so the National Institute for Discovery Science, or NIDS, okay? Oh, yeah. So the NIDS in Bigelow found disturbing cattle mutilation while on the property. They would see a completely healthy cow in broad daylight, and then an hour later, it would be found dead with no blood around it and completely disemboweled. Yep. They had equipment up to catch any of these crazy things that the Sherman family had seen, but oddly, whenever something happened, the systems wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Even when there were multiple eyewitnesses that observed it, the um, they couldn't validate it with any of their technology. The NIDS disbanded in 2004, but they kept the property until 2016. That's a long time to just sit on a ranch. Mm-hmm. Like, but I guess he's a billionaire. So he doesn't care. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he also bought it at a gain for him. So. Right, right. Um, so in 2016, he sold it to a mysterious buyer who wanted mysterious. to remain anonymous. Hmm. Yep. So in 2020, it was announced that the mysterious buyer was Brandon Fugel, a Utah real estate agent, and um, him and the History Channel would be filming a reality TV show mm-hmm. on the Sherman Ranch titled "The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch." It's a really good show. Go watch it. I think it's, I think that's <laughs> the one that's also on Netflix. That's one I was start. I that's the one I watched the entire thing. Like I watched like start to finish, like in like. A day. Yeah. <laughs> I watched all the episodes. It was very good. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. You I'm going to binge it tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah. That's where we are today. So they're still recording episodes on Sherman Ranch and mm-hmm. they have teams that are researching stuff um, that are like staying on the property. They've experienced radiation sickness, mm-hmm. lost time events, and even claim to have seen a portal open and some kind of creature crawl out of it. Oh, God, no. Yeah, they, <laughs> on the show, there is, they do show show something of that. Like, they, they <gasps> point out, like, a light in the sky, and they're, like, following it for a while, like, on, I think on a four-wheeler or something. And, like, they explain the th- some of the things that they hear. And at one point, they do see, like, a dog, like a huge dog. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, insane. Yep. When I started the show, they had a preview of, like, something that had already happened in the past. And it was, like... So they had video footage. They could zoom in to see this dead cow. Yes. And then above it is a literally a flying saucer. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, okay, here's the dead cow. But then you go above the trees and you literally see a flying saucer right there. Yeah. There's one scene where they're at, like, they're all around a campfire and they see one. And then they hear a really loud noise or something. And then, like, somebody goes inside to get an equipment and they come back out and it's gone. Like, it's crazy. How do we know they're, like, not putting stuff in themselves or, like... Yeah, we don't. We don't, but, but because of the all the other things yeah, that like happened. Yeah, and, like, the Sherman family, people are always, like, oh, they just wanted attention. Or they really needed to sell it, so they mm-hmm. just wanted to... But they, it was a loss. Yeah. It was you know? a loss for them. They just wanted to get the heck out of Dodge. They were just like, <laughs> I need to leave now. So. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, like, if you think about, like, different, like, haunted houses and how, like, people will sell them. And then, like, they usually take a loss on the house, and they're just like, I don't even care. I don't even care. Get me out of it. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's kind of how it seemed to me when I was doing the research, so. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yep. It's wild. That's all I got. I want to go watch that show. I know. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Just a reminder to like, subscribe, and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us grow. If you have any story suggestions, please send them to ourlifeisaveragepod at gmail.com. We'd love to dig into your ideas.